Praise the Lord, everyone. I want to welcome everybody to the house of the Lord. And, uh, I feel a very exciting spirit in this place. I'm going to ask you a question before we get into the reading of the scripture. What is revival? Our sense of revival, what is it? I want you to ask yourself that. What is revival? Anybody know? To be revived? In other words, to bring back to life? That's really what the word means. To bring something that was dead back to life. Anybody know what revival is? Anybody else? Huh? Back to your first love? Anybody else? Just blurt it out. What you think revival is. Come on, you're going to help me preach tonight. I was asking the Lord that. I said, God, what is this word that everybody's using? Revival. Revival. Every, everywhere I go, people are talking about revival. Revival. What is revival? What does it consist of? What do we need to have revival? We get many that will say, you need to pray. We prayed. You need to fast. We fasted. You need to worship, and we worshiped. You need to witness, and we witnessed. And it seems like people continue to say we're we're in revival, or we're we're going to have revival, and and on and on. Amen. Well, the Lord gave me something that to some of you probably, I believe it might bless you, and some of you it might not. Because, you know, depending on what condition you're in, you may be doing really well right now. And I hope you continue. But I feel so excited in my spirit tonight for some of the things that the Lord has given to me. I'm going to share it with you found in the book of Acts chapter 1. Better yet, let's go to the book, book of Acts chapter 2. I want to welcome everybody tonight. I want to welcome back the kid. Man, we missed him. The book of Acts chapter 2. I want everybody to listen to this. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Going back to it, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven. And that's where we're going to get our thought from this evening. And I know that it's not very original, but we're going to entitle it The Sound of Revival. Amen. Can we pray? Jesus, we love you. Appreciate you, give you the praise, the glory, the honor. We ask you, Lord, that you might anoint us and let me preach it, God, the way you gave it to me, God. Lord, I believe it will bless each and every one of us that's here tonight because we're hungry, God. We're hungry tonight. 
for your word. Hallelujah. Can somebody say praise the Lord? Brother Ralph said something. I don't know if he remembers. He said something about it's almost scary. And it is. This thing that we're calling revival, it's scary, brother. And let me tell you why it's scary. Okay? Because the more you get of this thing, the more it demands. Amen. And I figured something out too. I mean, the Lord showed me something that, that you know, He works through our minds. So He showed my mind something. And that's this. I was wondering, God, what is it that people think? Don't they know that if they get closer to you, great things can happen in their lives as individuals, in their families, in their homes? Why don't people realize this, God? And as we, we pray for one another, and as we take each other up in prayer, the Lord began to speak to our hearts. He said, the reason people don't become more committed into this thing is because they know that the more they give, the more they're going to have to continue to give. See, it's like, it's like tasting something. And once you've tasted of it, you can't just go up to that upside down pineapple cake that's back there in the back and say, le guapicado. And just take a little piece and just kind of nibble on it. Because you're going to leave. You can, you can discipline yourself to say, no, I, I don't need it right now. I, I got to, you know, what goes to the, through the lips ends up on your hips or something like that. And you can get the self-discipline that says, no, I'm not. And physically, you can walk away from it. And you can turn your mind off to it. But somewhere in the back of your mind, there's, there's a thought that's saying, man, that was good. Amen. And that's, I, what I, that's just what I think today is going on. People know what it takes to get a hold of revival. I don't believe that there's anybody in this place tonight that can say, Brother Eddie, I don't know what I have to do to get a hold of God like I've never done it before. I believe you do know. But I believe we're scared. Because we know that in order to get what we want from God, it's going to take everything we've got. It's going to take every ounce of commitment. It's going to take every ounce of strength. And you know the thing about it, brother? It's going to, it's going to hurt. And nobody likes to hurt. Somebody say amen. Amen. I was telling a brother today that, that we'll love. I'll love you just as long as you don't hurt me. Amen. Brother Roland, you can be my friend. Just don't hurt me. Because I can't handle that, man. Amen. And that's the way we are in our Christian walk. We'll, we'll walk with God, but we'll walk with Him at a distance. Because we don't want to get hurt. If I start going to church, you know what? People are going to expect me to change, and people are going to do this. Those are your ideas. Those aren't God's ideas. Amen. And, and people are scared to get hurt. But let me tell you something. God loved you so much. That he was willing to allow it to hurt. He loved you that much that he says, you know what? It'll hurt for me to love you. Because you're so bad. And you're so undeserving. And you're not worthy of my love. 
But I'm going to love you anyways. Somebody say amen. Now this is something that the Lord gave to me. To some of you it will make sense. To those of you that think like me, kind of kind of weird, this is going to make sense. The Lord gave me this, I don't know, before I went to Los Angeles. I got here at 2.30 in the morning. We started praying. Prayed for an hour. Exactly at 3.29 a.m. I wrote this down. And when the Lord gave me this, brother, it brought tears to my eyes. And I'm not saying that to get you to boo-hoo tonight. I'm telling you the truth, what I feel tonight in my spirit. Brother Mike, would you take your daughter outside, please? I'm not going to let nothing ruin this tonight. Say that with all due respect. He said, it is my people who say that they know me, but whose actions and devotions plead the Fifth Amendment. For fear that after they, after my word has gone forth and tried their actions and devotions, they will be found in the category of platitude. But even after being found in this category of commonplaceness and dullness, they insist that platitude can be forced to wear a suit with a matching tie or a beautiful dress with a matching veil. But from where I am seated, it has become theatrical. God bless my servants who have continued in the foolishness of preaching and have not succumbed to the platitude nor have allowed their preaching to become performance or presentations nor campaigns of popularity but have preached thus saith the Lord. Amen. It is my people, he said, who say they know me. And the Lord started to convict me, brother, and started to speak to my heart. He says, you know, and those words, brother, that we didn't get them from a book. I had to go back and look the word up, platitude. So what in the world does platitude mean? It means commonplaceness and dullness. Amen. And I started to look up some of the things theatrical. I didn't know what the word theatrical meant. Went to Webster and I opened it up. And, and you know what it means? It means? It means like presenting some kind of a play. It's like coming before a small audience and doing a little play, especially among amateurs. It's theatrical. God says, you know what? From where I'm seated, when I look down, he goes, this thing has become theatrical. It's become almost a play. It's not real anymore. And that's scary when you start to think about it like that. But haven't you ever asked yourself, I want everybody to be honest here tonight. We're going to come right down to the core of your heart. Wouldn't it be beautiful to know when God is really in the place? Have you ever asked yourself, have you ever prayed that, God? I want to know when you're really there and when you're not there. And God says, why do you want to know that? So that I don't have to fake it, God. Amen. So that I don't have to try and please the individual that's sitting next to me, God. I want to know when you're in the building. 
I want to know when you're inside the sanctuary, God. I want to feel your presence, God. I don't want to lift my hands because the, the, the MC is telling me to lift your hands and worship God because God is here. I want to know for sure, God, that you're in this place. I want to know when it's real. I want to know when it's not real. These are some serious questions that we got to ask in these end times. I want to know, is there somebody that can diagnose the problem? Or more originally said, is there a doctor in the house? Is there a prophet in the city? Is there a bomb in Gilead? I want to know when you're there, God. I want to know when you're not there, God. I want to know how you get there. I want to know if you're in the fire. I want to know if you're in the earthquake. I want to know if you're in the strong wind. I got to know where you're at. Hallelujah. And then the Bible says that the prophet Elijah was, 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 was testing God. The wind came through. How many of us wouldn't have fell for the wind? Did you feel that? That was God. The prophet Elijah said, God was not in that. That was theatrics. That was emotion. That was surface. Hallelujah. The earthquake, surely that had to have been God. The ground shook. Man, did you feel the move of God? Why, what happened? Oh, hermano Concha fell down. And hermano Concho, he was there, man. And he was yelling and screaming at the top of his lungs. Man, did you see, man, the house was rocking. Everybody in the church fell down. The earthquake, brother. Elijah stopped and said, God wasn't in that. Then the fire came. Woo! Man, it was hot. Amen. I'm not putting down anything here tonight. I'm just, I'm just, I just, I just gotta know where is revival at. And the Bible says that the fire came through. Now, surely somebody that's prayed at least five minutes. Talk to God for about another five minutes somewhere in the middle of the day or something. Surely somebody would have said, boy, that was God, man. Did you see the fire come through this place? My God, that had, boy, God is here. But the prophet seen beyond the fire and said, God was not in the fire. You see, it's the most obvious things that deceive our people today. It's the things that you can see that, 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 that's got us all messed up, brother. Because it's not the things that you see that have got us into trouble. It's the things that you can't see is what we're in need of tonight. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, the Bible says that he heard a small, still, soft voice. And he tuned in. Say it again. And the voice came again. He said, that was God. Somebody say amen. I want to know God when it's real and when it's not. I want to know God when to sit quietly. Somebody say amen. I want to know when to sit quietly, God, and, and just meditate and think a little bit. But then I want to know also, God, 
When I'm supposed to get up and kick and pull hair and scratch and fight with everything that I've got. I've got to know these things, God. Otherwise, I'm going to be just like every other Christian, Lord, hallelujah, that doesn't know where the winds are coming from, doesn't know what's happening, hallelujah. Let me tell you something, church. In 1991, hallelujah, we need to hear a sound from heaven, hallelujah. There's a lot of sounds that are going on everywhere right now. And people are saying, God is in this, and God is in that, and God God is moving here and God and I'm not denying that tonight hallelujah but I feel that a lot of the stuff that's going on here today my friend is a lot of shaking hallelujah a lot of wind amen hallelujah but there's got to come a sound brother that distinctly says hey I'm coming from heaven I'm not coming from your neighbor I'm not coming from the guy down the street this sound comes from heaven hallelujah I want to believe tonight hallelujah that there's something here more my friend than just theatrics. I want to believe that there's something here more than just the sound of percussion. Hallelujah. I want to believe that there's something here more than just beautiful lights and a nice wallpaper and a nice carpet. Hallelujah. I want to believe, my friend, tonight, hallelujah, that God really has walked into this place. And God Almighty, hallelujah, I want to know for sure tonight. So we're getting confused. We're getting confused. And everybody's after miracles. Somebody say amen. Can we worship the Lord? I told myself I wasn't going to yell tonight. I wasn't going to get excited. I'm going to test you tonight. I'm going to put you to the test. Continue to worship the Lord right now. He's going to walk through this place tonight. No theatrics. Oh, no sound of the percussion. Just a little bit of organ. That's all. A little bit of keyboard. He's going to walk through this place tonight. Because he told me so. He said, I'll do it. I want you to sit quietly and I'll do it. Come on, come on, don't get tired now. Come on, don't you want to know Him? Are your actions and devotions pleading the Fifth Amendment? How well do you know God? I plead the Fifth. How close are you to God? I plead the Fifth Amendment. I don't want to do anything. Hallelujah, to incriminate myself. How much do you know about revival? I plead the fifth. I'm not saying nothing. I'm scared, man. 
I'm not going to pretend that I know a lot about God because I don't know nothing about God. Yeah, and we go on pleading the Fifth Amendment for fear that after His Word has gone forth and tried our actions and devotions uh, will be found in the same category that our brothers and sisters are being found in, uh, which is the category of platitude. Uh, we are in commonplaceness. Uh, we are in dullness. Hallelujah. We've lost the enthusiasm. Uh, we've lost the excitement. Hallelujah. I'm telling you tonight, my friend all we need is one good visit from God how was church backslider You'll never believe this. I've been to a lot of churches. I've seen a lot of things. But tonight church was different, man. I felt God. I felt God there. What's God feel like? I can't explain it. And I'm not trying to explain it. It's not in falling down. It's not in hermana concha rolling around. I can't even explain it. It was such an awesome feeling. Hallelujah. Oh, my friend, we're not supposed to be trying to explain it and trying to define it. But my God, let's be a part of it. Let's be a part of it. Let's say, God, do what you got to do, but give us revival. He said, my people are trying so hard to prove that I'm real and that I'm still in the miracle working business. He said, I don't need nobody to represent me in the miracle working business. He said, I know how to do it. I don't need you to try and prove it for anybody or for me or for anything. I know my capabilities. I created the world with the sound of my words. I said, let there be light, and there was light, and you're trying to create a miracle. I don't need you to create a miracle. I need you to tell them, hallelujah. I need you to preach to them what thus saith the Lord, hallelujah. A miracle cannot save anybody, Brother Dias said. If you come because of a miracle, what's going to happen after the miracle has gone and faded away, hallelujah. You need to come because of conviction. You need to come because you felt the touch of God. God. You need to come because you know that God is. Hallelujah. You need to come tonight. Hallelujah. Because you know who God is tonight. We need a sound from heaven. We're hearing all kinds of noises. God, the church is confused. They're telling us, oh, revival is in this. 
No, revival is in this. No, the method is over here. Look, this is what you got to do. No, it's over here. Look, you got to pray all night. If you pray all night, revival's bound to come. No, it's not. It's in witnessing. And they go out and they witness. No, no, no. You got to bring in miracles. Miracles is a, is a way of revival because the signs, the signs, the people will follow the signs. That's not the way it goes, my friend. The signs are supposed to follow the people, not the people following the signs tonight. And God says, you got this word all mixed up tonight. You want to see what happened in the early church? Hallelujah. He says, my God, just confess that I'm there. Just confess that I'm there and I'll do the rest. Don't be scared, sister. Don't be scared. Come on, let's worship God. Don't be scared to commit yourself. It's exciting to give until it hurts. To give till you just can't give no more. You ever felt that? That's revival, man. I kept saying, what is revival, God? He said to give until you can't give no more. I said, I don't want to hear that. That's not what I was expecting. I was expecting you to tell me pray for six, seven hours and everything will be all right. No, he said to give until you cannot give no more. I said, what is revival, God? He said, to love until you can't love no more. What is revival? To give all that you've got. What is revival, God? Come on, come on. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven. I want you to pray right now. Come on, don't stop praying.
What sound are you hearing tonight? Oh, Brother Eddie, I'm so preoccupied. I can't hear nothing. What sound are you hearing tonight? I hear the sound of my youth. I hear the sound of my youth. It tells me time is slipping away. Take advantage of your youth. But I hear the sound of revival that calls me. And says don't worry about it. Give it to God. And God will give it all back to you. But that's a price that hurts tonight. What sound are you hearing tonight I ask you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I hear the sound of success. But way in the back I hear the sound of revival. It sounds like a tinker bell. I can barely hear it, but it's there. Hallelujah. But success is coming in loud and clear. Hallelujah. You see, my friend, if you look out into our cities tonight, if you look out into the metropolitan areas, my friend, it's not like it was in the early time of the church. The tallest building was the temples where the synagogues hallelujah today we've got executive buildings my friend that have overruled and overwhelmed the move of god hallelujah oh but i'm telling you tonight i hear the sound of revival and my friend it hurts because something in my soul tonight says god i can't pay that price i can't pay that price god he said then you'll never never see revival Let me tell you something tonight, miracle watchers. Those of you that are looking for miracles, everybody listen tonight. You hear about Peter. Peter's shadow healing the sick. And we get behind the pulpit and we shout, we can do the same. But are you willing to pay the same price that Peter had to pay? We read about Paul's messages and the power that stood behind Paul's preaching. Hallelujah. But are you willing to utter the same words that Paul uttered? Lord, I want to know you. And I want to know you in the power of your resurrection and in the fellowship of your suffering. I want to know you so bad. If I might prepare a phrase, what he said, I want to know you so bad until it hurts God. I want to be there, God. I want to be in fellowship, not only with your power, but with your suffering. Don't preach it unless you're willing to pay for it. It's not free. You read about John. And we say we ought to be seeing visions. And your young men shall see visions. One of those young men was Timothy. 
Stephen, Titus. But you don't want to hear the rest of the story, brother, because it doesn't, it doesn't end like most of your fairy tales and they live happily ever after. I'm talking about real revival here tonight. Hallelujah. And oh, we'll dance, my friend. You ain't seen nothing yet. We'll shout up a storm. We'll kick and we'll fuss and we'll pray and we'll yell and we'll scream and we'll do everything else. Hallelujah. But there's, there's a price that's got to be paid tonight. We read about the prophets. And we want to be as powerful as the prophets, man. We want to bring down fire. Are we willing to put all of our trust in God to the point of death? That same prophet that brought the fire down was one day sitting down in the wilderness with his head between his legs saying, oh God, I got myself in a mess. I stepped so deep into this thing now I look back and I can't turn back, God. And that's what some of you are scared of tonight. I don't want to get into church because I know, man, I'm scared of backslide. I'm scared of the sacrifices I've got to make. I know I'm going to have to give up this and I'm going to have to give up that. How do you think Elijah felt, my friend? He had his head between his legs. God, I've got such a reputation, God. I'm the prophet that brings down the fire. But God, look at me in the secret place right now. I'm shaking, God. I'm scared, Lord. Bad Jezebel's on my trail, God. And I don't know what to do. I don't even got anything to eat, God. I'm starving. My tongue is cleaving to the roof of my mouth. I'm so hungry, God. But God said, oh, be quiet, Elijah. If I have to, I'll send sparrows to feed you. But you're going to learn a lesson that fire doesn't come down for free. And he's sitting there with his head between his legs. Oh, God, my stomach. My stomach, God. Oh, my stomach hurts. All of a sudden, he hears a... And it's a bird. What are you doing here? Another bird. What are you guys doing here? Another bird. Just coming in, one right after another. Sparrows started to land all around him. Just falling everywhere. And he started to wipe the tears. He started to wipe the, the price out of his eyes. And he looked into the mouths of those sparrows. And they was holding bread. They was holding pieces of bread. He said, oh my God. He said, come here. Come here. Hallelujah. The little sparrow walked up to him. Opened up his mouth. And he began to eat the bread. My God, there's the price. There it is. It's got the herd. We got to take it to the limit till we see no answer. I'm going to let you in on a secret. You know why I ain't quit? 
You know why I ain't closed the doors? You might say, Brother Eddie, because you got a vision. You might say, Brother Eddie, because you got faith and God called you here. I know that. But you know why I ain't closed it many times? My pride has stood in the way. What are people going to say? What are people going to think it lasted four years and it folded? What are they going to say? Oh, it must have not been from God. And I motivate myself. I know it's from God. But you see, it's gotten to that point where it hurts God. I've got to see you move even if it hurts God. I've got to see revival even if it hurts God. And God is saying, all right, now you're starting to hear the right sound. You was hearing nothing but enthusiasm. You was hearing nothing but excitement. But now, now you're catching the wind. Now you're catching the sound. want to know when you're there I can handle this now God I can handle walking in here as long as I know you're there I know I'll be alright the next morning came brother he sees the sparrows landing he doesn't look at it with hesitation he knows they're from God he knows God's sending them there. He's able to identify the signs. He's able to identify God's hand. He's able to perceive that God is doing something. Hallelujah. He doesn't wait now. He walks up to the little sparrow and says, Come on, give it to daddy. And he opens up his mouth and he eats. Hallelujah. Oh, my friend, there's going to come a time. I'm not lying to you tonight. We're going to pack this place out. They're not going to fit. Why, brother? because you said no because we're starting to hear the sound of revival we want the growth listen we want the growth but we don't want the pruning. He's clipping out. He's over here. You gotta get rid of it. God. Oh God. Hallelujah. We want to stay under the wings of the Almighty. But we don't want his we don't want his wings to rub us raw. We don't want him, hallelujah. 
hallelujah, to sit there on us and rub us raw. He don't, we don't want that, my friend. We want to just keep doing what we're doing. We want to come on Sunday nights. We want to just, you know, be quote unquote Christians, Brother Eddie. We don't want no pressure. We just want to serve God. You know what I mean? Hallelujah. You'll never see revival. You're going to have to fly tonight. Come on. Let's worship the Lord, everybody. This is not a depressing message, my friend. This is an exciting message. The reason you feel what you're feeling tonight is because God is in this place. You cannot hide anything from the Lord. He's going to read your mail tonight. Come on. I want everybody to listen tonight as you continue to worship. We've got this category also. It says, yeah, Brother Ed, I want revival in my life. But I also want a lot of other things. Is there anything wrong with that? No, not at all. Bible says that God will give us the desires of our hearts. It's just the priority. It's just the order in which you set it that makes it wrong. You want to fly towards the sun and above the storms, but you want to take your nest with you. I yet to see an eagle fly with his nest attached to his legs or to his feet or to his wings. If you're going to soar above the storm, brother, you're going to have to leave your little comfort behind and say, God, take me. I'll come back to that later. But there's a storm that I've got to weather right now. That nest will be there, my friend. Do what God wants you to do now. Leave the nest. Fly above it. Go towards the sun, my friend. Hallelujah. It ain't going to kill you. You're an eagle. You're meant to soar. You're meant to rise above it. Hallelujah. But if you stay in that condition, my friend, hallelujah, you'll become that way. You'll develop a mold that will never let you leave. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, my friend, God has set us free tonight, but we're so used to being in the cage that we will not fly. I 
said, God, get me out of here. I want to see revival. I want to fly above the storm tonight. nothing wrong with having everything. Brother Dyer said the question is would you be willing to leave it within a second's notice? Would you? Brother Dyer said there's nothing wrong with having a big fancy house but would you be willing to leave it within a minute's notice for the things of God? He said, there's nothing wrong with having a beautiful, expensive car. But would you be willing to leave it if you had to? And then he went ahead and took it a step further. Would you be willing to live under a bridge if you had to? He said, I would. And I believe that old man, he would. But I said, God, I will too. I just hope he didn't hear it. But you know what? He hears everything. I want everybody to say that they would. I want you to say it out loud. I would, God. Say it. Oh, say it like you mean it, God. I really would. No, you don't sound like you mean it. Say, I really, really would, God. Some of you are scared to say that. I'm not going to say it, man. He's crazy. <laughs> then I'm going to tell you about putting the cap back on the toothpaste. Yeah, that too. Then I'm going to tell you about leaving your shoes around, huh? Yeah. I'm going to tell you to change your socks and take a shower and all that stuff. I'm going to tell you how to live clean, huh? Yeah, that too. And I don't want that. I like being by myself. But I want to be friends with you. I don't want you to see me when I'm tired, when I'm upset, when I'm moody. And even when I'm going through my PMS. <laughs> oh, we need, we need love for God like a river. We need to hear the sound of your body. I don't know what it is tonight. I feel such a beautiful, beautiful spirit in this place. I think we're just going to end right here, brother. Let's just thank the Lord. Jesus, we love you. I know you're feeling the love of God right now. Some of you are feeling committed and you're scared. Look at you. <laughs> I, I'm crying for you, but I'm excited for you.
I don't want to pray for everybody, but I want, I want to pray for those that have felt this tonight. Please don't be nice. Don't try and be courteous tonight. I'm going to go because the pastor preached it. No, I want you to come tonight if you felt what I was talking about tonight and you feel that God is calling you to commitment. Hallelujah. And you are maybe a little bit scared, but you're saying, God, if I know you're there, I'll be all right, God. As long as I know you're there, Lord, I know I'll be all right. Put you to the fire. Are you ready? I'm going to put you to the fire. You're going to melt, but you're going to flow like a river. You're going to flow like a river. Some of you are melting right now. Let it go. Flow like a river tonight. Tell them everything that I've got, I give it to you. Everything I have, it's because of you. I'm sorry, God, sometimes my puny brain gets in the way. I'm sorry, God, sometimes my puny little insignificant brain gets in the way, God. But I'll not allow that to destroy me tonight. Go on, God. Apply the fire, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. church God may call us tomorrow to build a church are you ready we're over here waiting for somebody to leave a church so we can take a hand me down what if God was to tell us tonight I want you to build an edifice I want you to build a church we can't do it God yes you can it may hurt you but you can do it
Aleluya. Quit pleading the Fifth Amendment. Quit trying to stay in neutral ground because you're scared that you're going to come up condemned. Hallelujah. Don't be like these apostolic people that try and dress with coats and ties and know nothing about revival. Don't be that way tonight. you are being called to be better examples and that worries you man don't be worried you're in the middle of the fire hallelujah let it flow like a river some of you the Lord is putting the spotlight on you don't let that intimidate you don't let it intimidate you Sing it to the Lord. Oh, I surrender. 
Oh God, oh God, we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. 